everyone, and welcome to the Be Loved, Be Bold podcast. My name is Mary Patton, and I'm so glad you're here. A year and a half ago, I started Be Loved, Be Bold as a way of encouraging students to live boldly for Christ in light of being loved by Him. My hope is that as we share the stories of others and the work of Christ in their lives, students will be uplifted and God alone will be glorified. All right. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm so glad you are still tuning in, and I hope you enjoyed last week's episode with Tim. Today I have um, my friend Andrew Cofield here, and I'm so glad he gets to be on. He and his girlfriend Belle um, have been such lights to me. I don't think y'all really know that, but y'all are in my life, and so um, I'm really glad he gets to be here and share his story. So thanks, Andrew, for coming. Thank you for having me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I guess to start, we'll just provide a little info. Um, so you're from Memphis, right? Yeah, I'm okay. from Memphis. Um, I went to ECS, so it's like a private Christian school in Memphis. Uh, went there all the way through, came here, both my parents went to Ole Miss, so that's kind of where, where I got that from. Um, and I'm a junior studying public policy, so that's, that's a little awesome. about me. How are your classes going so far? pretty good uh a lot of writing for sure and it's a busy schedule okay. but it's been going well good enjoying good. it i'm glad no it's always an adjustment coming back to a new semester and you just don't know what to expect until you hit like that honestly that third week mark i feel like it's when you oh, really yeah, are like getting sure. into your routine getting into the feel of things and so i relate to that for sure um okay so you said you went to a christian school growing up but I think what we should start with is how did you come to know the Lord? Did you know about Him? Did you grow up going to church? Um, did your family kind of, did they play a role? Or what, what's kind of your story there? Yeah, um, so I grew up going to Independent Presbyterian Church in Memphis. Uh, that's where I went my whole life. Um, and yeah, I, I grew up in a Christian home for sure. Uh, all I was really involved in youth group. Um, but I never, I would not say I became a Christian until uh, junior year of high school. Um, I had, I was fortunate to have a couple of really good youth pastors that I looked up to in high school and uh, really respected. Um, and they took time to, you know, pour into my life and, uh, you know, just become friends to me. Um, so I, you know, had them as mentors. Um, my dad was also a really big mentor of mine, um, and they kind of played a role in that. So I, uh, I looked into joining IPC officially when I wanted to accept the Lord into my heart. Um, and so let's see, I guess spring of junior year, I started doing uh, what in the Presbyterian Church is the profession of faith process. Um, and so I did that for about six months. Um, but I really you know, made that decision junior year, probably fall of junior year. Um, and yeah, that, that's how it came about. And I, like I said, I had always grown up in the church, um, but I never, uh, never, I guess, you know, made it my own per se. Um, and yeah, that's how it came about. And I did my professional faith and became a Christian that year. So That is so neat. That's awesome. And I feel like what a amazing time for your peers to see you change like the change of heart in you because like those high school years those last two years especially I feel like you're just going through a lot of change you're about you're you're finishing up high school you're about to go to college and 
I don't know, there are a lot of big decisions that you have to make during those years. So, like, how did you see the Lord change your heart specifically? Yeah, I think, I guess to add to the last question, too, mm-hmm. uh, like, as a freshman and a sophomore, I just did not feel like and in middle school I mean I never felt like mature enough to where that was something I even wanted to do like it, it never even really crossed my mind so I guess just just to give like a little more background on that um and then you said I'm sorry can you repeat that second question <laughs> I just wanted to add on I, to I have this thing I'm really bad about doing which is where I like ask two questions in one two or three questions in one so bad I'm trying to work on that but um, <laughs> so how did you see kind of yourself I feel like this whole idea of, like, you know, becoming a Christian is, like, you're putting on the new self. That's kind of what Paul talks about in Colossians. So, like, did you see, you know, just in your motives or in your mentality or in your actions, like, change in your life? Yeah, I, I believe so. Um, I mean, I am de- definitely was, you know, obviously still a center, um, still a sa- center in need of a, a Savior, for sure, um, as we all are. But... I do think um, my actions and mainly just my thought process about um, life and faith in general was kind of the reason that spurred that on. Um, and as I said before, like having those mentors in my life really kind of shaped how I you know, went about my daily life uh, those last two years and really the, my senior year of high school. I'm just trying to... Uh, trying to pay more attention to people around me, trying to, um, as I'll get to later, uh, just, you know, be kind to people around you, and that doesn't always look like, you know, giving advice or being invasive in someone's life, but just, like, you know, listening and being respectful to those around you, Um, and I think that's, you know, one of the main ways I'd say my life changed uh, after I became a Christian. That's amazing. Okay, so you said that your life changed. What do you mean by that? Um, I guess, yeah, I guess more behavior is probably Mm -hmm. a better word, uh, to describe it. Um, I do think, you know, my behavior changed, uh, out of a love for Christ, um, out of a greater purpose in life, uh, where in the past, um, it was, it was just about me. Uh, I was very self-centered, um, before that. Not that I'm not now still struggling (laughs) with that, um, (laughs) For sure, but I think you know that's a, probably the biggest way it changed. It's just mm-hmm. it was all centered around selfishness, and that's something that changed when I became a Christian. Was trying to focus on others rather than focus on myself as much, um, and something I'm still struggling with daily. Mm-hmm. Um, something I always need to work on, but it's something that definitely uh, was is due to you know God doing work in my life for sure. Same, same. That's awesome. No, I definitely, I feel like it's a daily um, dying to self and living yes, for a greater that, purpose. Yeah, that's yeah. the phrase I was looking for. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, so in this season of your life, what is God teaching you and what's one of the biggest lessons that you feel like he's taught you in college? Um, yeah, so like I said before, I was going to hit on this, but... Uh, I think something, you know, the biggest uh, struggle I've always had is uh, being self-centered, being selfish. I've always, 
always when I make decisions, it's like how how does this directly benefit me? Like in in what way is this decision, you know, gonna provide the most benefit to my life in the future? I'm always a, a planner too, so I'm just planning ahead, thinking about like how can I get through this week? How can I get through this month? Like how can I do in this test? It's always about what I can do in my life. So definitely, uh, definitely selfishness. Um, as I feel like I've harped on a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, also just dealing with uh, you know, dealing with grief in a college setting mm-hmm. um, has been really difficult for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just dealing with grief and like, you know, you're getting to that point in life where like you're thinking about, you know, what is what is the next four years going to look like for me? Um, like, how is this going to look like when I'm graduating? You know, am I going to go to graduate school? Am I going to go to med school, law school, all that stuff? Or am I going to get a job? Um, and just, you know, having having that weighing on me in combination with, uh, you know, the grief that has happened in my past has been difficult for sure. But um, and the stress that comes with that uh, is something that is a daily thing that I always need to always strive to look to the Lord for. Yeah. Um, I don't always do that, but that's something that I'm striving to do. That's amazing. That really is, because to go through grief, which I hope you'll talk a little bit more about, but to go through grief and then be able to find rest in the Lord and continue to pursue Him day to day, like it's like everything within us doesn't want to to know God or love God or be with God because like we are at our core selfish like you're saying and I have thought that about myself just today but um yeah I think that's awesome that and that's proof of like the work of the Lord in your heart that like you have that inclination or like that desire um to follow him and continue to be in him remain in him um yeah so can you talk a little bit about like grief and dealing with that and what you mean by that yeah so um second um yeah so as far as like uh the grief goes just to provide a little background I guess for not everyone that knows me that's listening (laughs) um which I wasn't thinking about um so I I guess uh right after I graduated high school um my uh we lost my dad and he passed away suddenly um so that's what I'm referring to if I say that um, and so learning to deal with grief and sorrow just at the college level, I think is harder than, than high school for sure. I mean, grief is always going to be difficult, but having that happen like right after I graduated and then going into college, it, it's felt like very lonely at times. Um, so that's something, and, and like even, even being a Christian, like trying to focus on, on you know, having having a heavenly Father that does care for you and, and does love you is still difficult when you're going through something like that. Um, so it's it's been like very lonely um, overall, for sure, um, and it causes, like I said earlier, anxiety uh, in my life. But it is something that I I think ultimately has uh, pointed me more towards the Lord uh, more so than in high school because it's it's made me have more of a desire to uh, to know him better I guess mm-hmm. would be the best way to put it that's amazing thank you for sharing that Andrew um, because that that's difficult and um, yeah I'm just really grateful because 
I just feel like I heard um, somebody say recently that like for college students or around this time in our lives it's kind of like one of the first times that we really experience grief in like a near sense I think a lot of times like you, when students come to college for the first time they're losing someone close to them and um, that's just because I guess the stage of life that you happen to be in mm. and I've heard of many like friends um, or girls just in Kaya like lately like lose someone they love and um, I, went to, um, I think what you're saying is true that like it's not it's it, it's isolating because it's like we know we have someone the Lord looking out for us but at the same time like doesn't mean it's any easier to know that he's a loving father you know yeah um, miss, yeah definitely and I think that's why I was trying to or, yeah just trying to touch on that yeah um, and say like it's it's not easy for sure yeah um, but it definitely uh, it definitely helps um, mm -hmm. and it's it's been a struggle and it, it and like like you said I think going to college in a sense like causes grief in different ways mm -hmm. even if you're not like directly losing a person um, you're like very lonely at least in my experience just like leaving home like mm -hmm. because no one's ever experienced that before yeah and so it just causes a sort of like panic when you, you know when you don't have someone like your dad around mm -hmm. um, at least for me, uh, just caused me to kind of freak out, and I felt like I was still in kind of a state of like shock when it all happened. It didn't really hit me until I guess like COVID hit, yeah. you know, and we're all back home. And we're like, oh wow, like this is like the reality of what life is like. Like it's not, it's not like swaps and like you know, uh, biology 102 and like you know, just being a freshman in college. Um, and just hanging out with your friends and living in your dorm and like being off and by yourself. Mm -hmm. um, so that kind of reality check was, I guess, when I went home. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what for you has helped just whether that be like community or like scripture, just day to day with like grief and loneliness, like what verses do you turn to or people do you confide in uh -huh. yeah so I guess to start with like community mm -hmm. um, I'm pretty like I'd, I'd say I'm pretty involved with RUF um, not like uh, haven't always been uh, freshman year I didn't do that at all like mm -hmm. I think I maybe went to RUF one time mm -hmm. um, because someone texted me about it um, and I got kind of involved with that after the uh, Harry Potter world trip. Uh, <laughs> that looks so with, fun. Yeah, in, uh, <laughs> around Christmas time, mm -hmm. uh, sophomore year, so last year, and that that's kind of what um, connected me to some more people in RUF that I wouldn't have met otherwise. Connected me to Brian Sorgan Fry a lot, mm -hmm. um, and I, I've enjoyed getting to know him really well. Mm -hmm. um, he's been a great um, just mentor for me and a great person that uh, has always been there. Um, and then I'd say on top of that, just having having great friends uh, through, I mean, through RUF for sure, but also just through people that I've met, I have friends that I've met through class and through my fraternity and uh, through being in the Lott Institute that have just been, I've been become super close with. Uh, and through being a houseboy also has been great meeting, just meeting new people that I wouldn't have met otherwise and have become really good friends to me. Um, yeah, so that's probably probably about sums it up for sure. Yeah. <laughs>
That's awesome. And then any verses that yeah. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I'm kind of cover. No, no, I, I did it again. Two no, questions at bad. once. No, bad. I forgot. I just started <laughs> rambling on and forgot about it. Um, but yeah, so my favorite verse uh, is definitely John 14, 2 through, two through 3, uh, which, according to the ESV version, I guess. Uh, and so it says, In my Father's house there are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go there to, to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again, and I'll take you again to myself, that where I am, you may be also. Um, so, one of the main reasons that this is my favorite verse, um, not to touch on it again, but just my dad always was like an encourager for me with stress, um, which, like I said, has always been something I've struggled with. Um, he's always, which he didn't struggle with, I feel like, um, which is <laughs> ironic, and he always would try and give me advice on it try and harp on verses like that and harp on just telling me like don't worry about things that you don't have control over which has always been seemingly impossible for me um and so that verse really just I mean it reminds me of him and it also reminds me that there is a hope uh there's a hope in the future um there's a hope that one day you know we will all be with our our creator and our savior and I hope that one day I'll be able to be with my dad again so that's that's why I love that verse so much um and that's that's definitely my favorite one hands down I love that one that's so good I, I think it's something that we should remind ourselves of all the time um just to keep perspective you know that like this is temporary yeah. eventually um, and, and I think that helps too with anxiety too, remembering that all of this is temporary. I'm also one to struggle with anxiety and um, I think everybody does in their own ways, but just, you know, the, the emphasis that we put on and the importance we put on so much in this world and eventually like it's going to be no more. So um, what are we doing worrying about all of that when, you know, not to say that the stuff that we that we worry about doesn't matter. It does, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, to definitely. a certain to a certain extent. But like, also just remembering, like, yeah, that there's there's like glory to come and good things to come yeah. ahead. Um, yeah, and I, I think you said it perfectly. Like, I um, I think that um, what I was gonna say. I think that your stress does matter. Like the things mm-hmm. you worry about do matter. But yeah. I do think um, and and like. You know, worry. I've always heard that phrase. You know, like don't worry about things you can't control. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like God's in control. And I've always thought that is just like so dumb. Like I've always <laughs> thought like pe- people say that, but they don't actually like mean it. Yeah. Um, which I mean can be true in some in some sense, but mm-hmm. I do think there is a lot of truth to it, and it just brings hope to me for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, like I think it is definitely connected with with stress and anxiety, mm-hmm. um, and helps with that a lot. Um, just thinking that and like just being confident and knowing that there is that future there because mm-hmm. um, I think a lot of times I forget about that for sure yeah yes um, that's why I titled the podcast Be Bold <laughs> Be Loved Be Bold exactly uh, confidence is key no, yes no and then, and, then, and then knowing that where that confidence comes from too it's like if I tried on my own and just con- you know, constantly was telling myself, "Don't be anxious, don't be anxious, don't be anxious." That's anxious. Yeah, no, <laughs> you know? exactly. Like, where exactly. am I able to find that 
ability not to be, well, it's not in myself, um, obviously, because that's just me turning more inward, which causes more anxiety. It's looking outside of myself, reminding myself of scripture, reminding myself of truth and um, God's purposes and plans for me. So, um, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Where do I want to go from here? Um, <laughs> so you talked about your dad being a role model for you, and you talked about Brian being a role model for you. Um, is there any other tidbit that you want to talk about? Like, or how have you seen the importance of like having a role model or mentor? Why would you encourage students to have someone like that in their lives? Um, I think definitely just as a college student, whether, and this is regardless of whether you're religious at all or mm-hmm. not I just think a role model having someone that you look up to and like strive to uh, I guess be like them or strive to you know pushes you to be a better person is always wise because there's always going to be someone that has more experience than you mm-hmm. and I mean I think even as an adult you can have people that you look up to and people that you know push you to be better mm-hmm. um, and I just think yeah, I think having a mentor for me just means, you know, having someone to talk to that's that has more experience than you do and has been through a lot of the same things that you've been through, been in your shoes and knows what it's like. Um, and that just plays an important role in my life, knowing that there's somebody that I can trust that probably has had a lot of similar experiences to me, so I can trust that their word of advice is, is uh worth noting um which you can't always say for everybody that you're friends with yeah um so I, I think that yeah role model is definitely important um, to have that's awesome um yeah and people who like you said have gone before you I think that's that's it like people who also I think you were touching a little bit too on like the quality of the feedback that you get from your like mentors or role models because ultimately like if what we believe is that the greatest role model of all was like Jesus himself like is there wisdom coming from him and like from his words and his teachings um important note um so how has your prayer life or let me just ask what does your prayer life look like in college and why is that important yeah um so probably one of the more ugly answers um (laughs) But uh, I'd say the word that would describe my prayer life, at least on college as a whole, would be sporadic, um, if I want to just sit here and be completely honest. Mm -hmm. Um, I've always, you know, I guess in college at least, just haven't made a good habit of it. Um, But one thing I have been trying to work on lately, um, especially just throughout uh, my past summer and then this semester is just praying about little things um, when stuff comes to my mind like daily uh, that I stress about just trying to train myself to to think more of you know think more towards prayer rather than inward like looking inward like you were saying um, so I do try and do that um, and look towards the Lord um, and, and really just pray about those things, um, which is something I've just always, like, always struggled with, you know. Like, it's never been, like, something for me that's like, oh, yeah, every single night before I go to bed, uh, I pray, which, I, I mean, I'd be lying if I said that that was true. Um, but I will say that if I've noticed uh, one thing about the past semester, it's just been praying in those times 
of need and in those times of thankfulness, you know, when things go great, um, that's awesome. Thank God for that. And uh, when things are going terribly, you know, that's a time to reach out um, and pray to the Lord. Uh, there's never a bad time to do that. Um, and that's something I've been, you know, needing to teach myself is there really is never a bad time to do it. Um, so I hope that answers the question. But <laughs> It does. And, and I appreciate your honesty, seriously, because sporadic is okay, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that, that's good. And, um, yeah, I think that's the reality for a lot of us in college is, like, you know, consistency in a, in a lot of areas in your life is really difficult because there's just a lot going on. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but being able to, like you said, I think it's like the mindset of like, okay, am I turning inward for strength or am I seeking help from someone else outside myself? Um, is that coming from the Lord and just like that constant battle of like turning to Him and like not trying to solve things on your own or like not giving yourself the gratification of like, giving him praise yeah. you're talking about like you were talking about being thankful too and like praying not just um asking for things but also like praying just because god wants us to talk to him and because and also because he's given us blessings um yeah that's really good so the last one of the last questions i always ask people is um how would you encourage students <laughs> if i can speak <laughs> to be to be bold in their faith yeah, um, I think that you know, being bold can can look uh, a lot of different ways um, for for different people for sure, um, especially based on you know your personality. But I think um, the best way, based on how people have you know, I guess been bold in my life and have uh, played a part in my life is by just you know loving on me, listening to me. You know, taking me for what I'm, you know, taking me for who I am and not trying to uh, come in and give me advice or come in and, like, tell me how to live my life. I think coming into a person's life and listening to them and, and just hearing their story and trying to understand where they've come from, um, because not everyone has the same experiences that you do. Um, I think that is the base level for any relationship. Um, and I think that's also part of, you know, sharing the love of Christ is trying to go out and get to know people and understand where they're coming from and and just being friendly towards them and, and showing the love of Christ in that way. Um, and that that is how I would say showing, I think that is a way to show the love of Christ is uh, by being a friend, friend to many. Um, and like I said, that doesn't always look like, you know, trying to force a relationship or give someone advice on something that you haven't experienced or you don't know about. Um, it can look like just listening to someone or, you know, inviting them to lunch mm -hmm. or inviting them to, you know, go to RUF or go to a party, just hang out with you. Mm -hmm. um, and inviting them into your life, I think, is a great way to be bold for Christ as a college student, for sure. That's huge. I mean, those things are, like, I feel like we think about boldness and we're like, does that mean I need to stand on the corner of the union and, like, scream, yeah. <laughs> scream out to people yeah. or, like, you know, you don't have to start a podcast even. Like, to be bold. like this is, like, stuff that happens in the day-to-day, -day, like, mundane interactions with people. And that's something that I've been thinking about a lot lately is, like, just, like, this idea of the mundane, like, whatever that is. Like, like life is, like, life is awesome. Like, 
every day is an opportunity. And so, like you were saying, like reach out to people, love people, and going back to the grief thing, like you just never know what somebody's gonna be going through. Yeah, for sure. I I think the term like bold probably gets like you know a bad rap. Like in mm-hmm. definitely in like the Christian culture, you're thinking like, does that mean I need to? you know start a revival yeah yeah (laughs) or like immediately a movement yeah like immediately go out and like join every club or whatever you know Mm -hmm. it's you think it's like literally quite literally a bold statement but Mm -hmm. I mean I think that that can look like just you know simply being a friend to people Mm -hmm. um is at least at the very least you know the base level of what we should be focused on I think that's what the church and um, what Christians should be striving to do, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, and then that's not to say you'll agree with everyone, but um, right. or even if the relationship will work out, but <laughs> um, but I do think that is a good way to start, and I think it goes a, a long way and a lot longer than people realize that mm-hmm. it does. Mm-hmm. Like you said, just the mundane things of life uh, that we don't think about could play a big role in somebody else's life. That's great. Oh, that's so good. Andrew, you said so many great things, and I think what has marked your episode, honestly, is humility, (laughs) and thank you for being humble and willing to share and bold in your humility. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate that. Uh, You're welcome. Um, But, yeah, okay, so one more question. Y'all, I I never do this, but where are you headed? Like, what, what is your life plan do you know um, <laughs> tell people more about yourself because I didn't really do a good job of explaining no, earlier no, about you personally you said you're PPL what what are you doing after college no, you're fine I uh so the goal is to go to law school mm-hmm. I'm uh, taking the uh the LSAT in April that's the plan as of right now so I've been preparing for that um and that's the goal right now is just to get into law school um but I'm not, you know, not totally sure if I want to practice law or um, if I want to go into, um, you know, using it to do something else, mm-hmm. um, which is definitely an interest for sure. But all I know right now is I'm trying to graduate and get into law school. Um, that's what the future holds for me. So it's exciting. Well, good luck and wish you the best. <laughs> Appreciate it. Hard, that. so hardworking. It'll be great. <laughs> so um, it's not not the most exciting answer. <laughs> hey, but. no, that's where a lot of people are at right now. I feel like of our of our age group, it's like people are taking the LSAT, people are taking um, MCATs, whatever. So all those acronym tests. Yeah, type for tests. sure. <laughs> it's the harsh reality, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah, but um, well, thank you for being here and doing this. I appreciate it a lot. Um, yeah, of course. I enjoyed it. Yay. Okay, everybody, tune in next week. Bye.